1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard John McGinn is the latest Scotland player to withdraw from the squad Ahead of games against Albania and Israel Steve Clark says international football should be the pinnacle And no one should make themselves unavailable And Nacho Novo believes Rangers are genuine title contenders But should strengthen in January I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson once again, Gordon, it's all about international football this weekend and we've got a serious chance. I know there's disappointment about the country, about the amount of call-offs and none more so than probably John McGinn as we're hearing out the squad as well. But let's concentrate on the players we have got because we've still got a lot of good Scottish talent, exciting talent in that squad who can get us over the line. Albania away. It's, it's definitely a winnable game Israel at home It's in our hands And it's about time That we give the country Something to cheer about And taking us to a playoff That will get us to our major finals You've got to say It's, it's two winnable games And I think everyone um, Involved with Scotland Scotland supporters The country Will be looking for Six points Mark um, And to get us to qualify um, We know that the call-offs Are coming thick and fast But there's still some good players. I'm trying to work out a team, a formation. The big two question marks for me with Alec is how do you get Robertson and Tierney in the same team? And who does he play up front? Uh, that's a big uh, interesting question. And you can even debate on will Bates come in at centre-back because mm. obviously Devlin and people like that are out. So it'll be interesting to see what his line-up is and his formation. And, and are, you, are you okay? I mean, you come into the office, they're asking me about about Brexit And I've never heard you Want to have a conversation like that I'm just making sure everything's okay And yeah. you're focused on the football Yeah, I'm totally focused Great. I've sorted the lads out And it's building the extension on Radio Clyde as well So I've sorted that so, Right okay You're putting the world to rights tonight yeah. That's fine right 01419511025 on the lines Clyde SSB uh, is the Twitter handle uh, Mark says it's all about international football It doesn't have to be for you If you've got any club matters on your mind Why not share them Give us a call or tweet us, like I say, at Clyde SSB. Um, let's look at the, the breaking news late this morning that John McGinn is the latest player to withdraw from the Scotland squad. It's a calf injury that rules him out. It takes the number of pullouts to eight. Um, I mean, I can try and remind you of them. I think John McLaughlin was first the goalkeeper, and that was when you know Jamie McDonald came in. We then had to call up a couple of others, Scott Bain, David Bates, Ryan Jack, Scott McTominay. Um, that was because Craig Gordon pulled out, Stephen O'Donnell, Kevin McDonald, um, and then after being called in, Ryan Jack withdrew, as did Mikey Devlin, and uh, here we are with John McGinn as well. It's tough to keep up. As, and it's hugely disappointing, but you know, there's a lot of things going about. Would this have happened in previous managers? But you can't do anything about injuries. If guys have got injuries, it would have happened. Um, we're not blessed with a huge selection, as it is, or... or you know, quality that could come in and, and challenge, but we have to deal with, with what we've got, you know, and it's an opportunity for other young players to come in. Bates, who, who wasn't in the squad, but he's playing his trade abroad, good opportunity. Now, things like this might just be the mating of people who never get the chance, but they come in, they do a solid job, all of a sudden they find themselves in the squad, you know, for, for you know, months and weeks to come. So, 
I, I still have faith in the guys that are there, especially attacking wise. Now I know we've we've not really got our favoured recognised striker because Griffiths and Naismith, who's scored the goals, are out. But we've still got guys in there who've scored goals mm-hmm. at decent level. In the midfield are missing vital players, but again, you look at Christie, McGregor, Forrest, Armstrong, guys with real power and pace who can create. So. There's still a lot of positives in that score. The only team. thing that would worry me, Mark, is you're touching on eight injuries, which is quite a lot. But the, also, the worrying side is the amount of players that have said, I don't want it to be considered. There's, there's, there must be something wrong. Surely there must be something wrong somewhere. You know, you've got guys to play for your country. As, as Mark and I boast every single Thursday on here, we've got a cap between us. <laughs> And you know We're very proud I'm of that I'm the holder of that one cap <laughs> Not you Because uh, I wouldn't hear the end You, let, you, you. Let, you <laughs> let us down Let me say um, But You're very You'd be very proud to, to play for your country Especially just now Gordon When it's so important So I'm a yeah. bit disappointed In, in some of the players uh, Right 0141 What do you make of all the call-offs And perhaps more importantly how are we going to fix it? Because the two games ain't going anywhere Whether these players are in or out We're going to have to come up with something So what's your solution? Who plays where? And what's going on with all these call-offs? Is it simply injuries? Because most of them seem to be just genuine injuries These things happen Or are you worried about the bigger picture? 01419511025 uh, Commandant boss Stevie Clark has been speaking about this today He says he would never have dreamt of making himself unavailable for international duty He says playing for your country should be the pinnacle of your career He also says though It's important to Separate the players Who are genuinely injured Like his Stephen O'Donnell uh, To the ones that have Opted out for other reasons Yeah he's Obviously really disappointed To be to be out the squad As I said to someone earlier It's important to To separate Stephen From, from the rest From some of the other call-offs Because some call-offs Are genuine injuries And, and so other call-offs Are people that are saying That for whatever reason They don't want to be Picked for Scotland Is it's two different things. Stephen was devastated when he was when he got injured here on the Thursday before we went to Hearts. The injuries improved. I think he'd still be doubtful for the St Johnston game, but if he if he misses St Johnston, I'd be very hopeful that he'd be back for the Hibernian game. From a manager's perspective, how hard do you feel it is when you've got players that are maybe opting out, and you know you've you've picked a squad, and all of a sudden there's there's people dropping out of it? Well, I think the first thing is you, you probably need to speak to people before you choose I know it's difficult to do you can't really speak to everybody for, for me I can only speak for myself uh, I only got six Scotland caps uh, I consider it nowhere near enough I felt I should have had far more but I always respected the choice of whoever the manager was uh, I would never ever have dreamt or crossed my mind to make myself unavailable to play for my country because for any player that should be the that should be the peak of your career play, playing for and representing your country that surely is an important point right I, get, I understand people look at the total number and they say, you know, something's gone on, something's wrong here. Mm. And yeah, there are a couple of issues we know all about. Um, I mean, Tom Kearney, you've got this England thing. Is is, is that going to happen? Is he going to uh, switch allegiance? You've got the Lee Griffiths situation previously, but of course, he's clearly not fit at the moment. He hasn't played for Celtic. Uh, and then you've got Matt Ritchie, who is perhaps lacking the commitment that, that Alex McLeish is looking for. But those three aside, I mean, surely the rest are just simply injured. MacArthur. MacArthur. Well. Yeah, I mean he's done now, though, isn't he? Yeah. He's completely drawn a line under it. 
Surely the rest are just injured though And these things happen I, I know why overall it builds up into a big picture But John McGinn I don't think he's ever withdrawn from a squad before He's been there all week mm-hmm. Trained all week And now it's, it's Thursday They've clearly given it to the last minute And he pulls out injured So is it important to draw that separation between oh, Injuries happen But then there are obviously others who have wider issues You've got to Like I say you can't do anything about injuries And it's unfortunate that it's came In, in two really important games that you know, real influential players as well, like your McGinn, who, who you'd want in that centre and a real driving force. And it's just unfortunate. You're right. You need to separate. There's guys who said, "I don't want to be considered because this, this, and this." Fine, take them out of it. But guys like Stephen O'Donnell, who missed the game at the weekend for his club and obviously injured, then of course, there's nothing that can be done about it. But I'm looking at. I mean, I've wrote down a team. I'm looking at it there and going, that's still a good side. If you get Go old, yeah. listen, I've, I, what I formation think, you playing? Well, I think that you should get your best players in. Uh, right, okay. So I'm I'm going for four at the back, and I think you should put Tierney at right back. I think you go Tierney, Bates, McKenna, Robertson, midfield made up a Forrest on one side, Fraser on the other. You've got delivery there with Christy McGregor and Armstrong in the middle. And a front, I would go Phillips because he's he's been there. He's he's kind of in form. He's scoring a few goals down south, so that's why I would go best players in the team, mm. especially from middle to front, and go and have a go. So I like how you, you I like how you were huffing and sighing. Oh, as if, so you're, yours? T- you're telling me you're playing Tierney right back. Yes, I tell you why. You've got James Forrest in front of him. Hey, what are you doing then? Come on, my why would you not play Tierney at right back? My, my team, Let's hear his. My team's McGregor and goals. Callum McGregor. Back. I'm still here right there. Rubbish. A back four a Tierney Robertson. Forrest. Fraser McGregor. I think Phillips will play off the left. Armstrong or Christie. I don't know which one I'm going for. I'm having either the or game, Just pick one The game's not until Saturday so You're you've not going to get sacked For picking a wrong team Hold Just on. pick a team Right okay I'm going to go um, Your old favourite Callum Patterson up front <sighs> No I think you'll go with Fletcher Stephen Fletcher Alright yeah. right. Let's Gordon and Mark's take More importantly What do you think 01419511025 uh, Stevie is in Paisley Hi Stevie Hi guys How are we tonight Not too bad Stevie you Hi not bad Not bad right, What's on your mind then Regarding this Call off want, malarkey I, don't want, I just don't want to Obviously over elaborate Because I think There's enough pressure In Scotland just now But I, I get what Mark's saying Obviously uh, It's a privilege To play for your country I think we've lost that I, I think that It's now And I would love to see Apart from the long term injuries The ones that can't make it I would love to see A week on Saturday Out of those players That haven't went into The Scotland team Who will play for Their, their, their actual club team mm. and, and that's where We differ now uh, it's not a privilege to play for Scotland anymore. It's a privilege to play for England and all these other teams. And I want to know, if this had been France and Italy or France and Brazil and, and, a, and a qualifiers, how many people would be calling off, do you think? Well, the thing is, these these are must-win games. These are big games for us. So it's not as if it's friendlies mm. against Albania and Israel. It's, you know, it's a chance to get to the... Uh, you know, the, the playoffs to get us to a major final. So they are important games. The argument about I'd love to see how many play a week on Saturday Remember that's So your guys like Stephen O'Donnell Who missed the game against Hearts That's a good two, two and a half weeks Or whatever he's got to recover Which is possible You know, remember to play for Scotland You've 
got to be on top mm. of your game. You you can't take any chances. Yeah, because I know I know it looks bad as, as Stevie mentions. We always do it. We look at the following week and see who who played for the club. But I'm assuming there are injuries which you can recover from within the space of, of yeah, ten of days. Co- of course you can. And plus, if I you won't take the chance now, Gordon. That's a big difference. I think years ago, if you had a slight, well, maybe that's what Stevie means. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, 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 I think years ago, if you had a slight knock, players would have turned up and played mm-hmm. and t- take the chance because you wanted to play for Scotland. Now, because of the amount of money that's involved in club football, your wages and everything, Correct. I think they they tend to say, if I'm not a hundred percent, I'm not risking anything. Forget Scotland And it's sad Because to play for your country As I say yeah. we, We're very proud But guys here. like John McGinn That's what I was going to say sent away yeah, By I, the Scottish medical staff I think we are In danger of, of generalising here But this comes about On the back of John McGinn Who I don't think Has ever pulled out of a squad before He's, he's trained all week He's given mm. it to Thursday I mean there's there can't be anything more in, in that Than that he's, he's simply unfit to play for I'm, Scotland I'm this not, weekend I'm forgetting John McGinn here I'm not talking about John McGinn I'm talking about other players That's probably on borderline Could have Taken the chance of But again Again Are there any of those who've listen, This is a bit like the Kyle Lafferty thing Remember these boys have to Report to the Scottish medical staff yeah. Who then assess And then would go to Alex McLeish And say this is say a I don't know Say a Charlie well, well, Ryan whatever. Jack is arguably The best example Because he was yeah. a late call up And he yeah. actually still did go He, yeah. he played for Rangers on Sunday mm-hmm. he, he turned up to join up Late with Scotland On the Monday morning Or Monday afternoon um, Or sorry Tuesday I think it maybe was And then, then You know yeah. Still so withdrew So I he did everything he had to do I don't think it's as simple As the players I think a lot of people They are reading these call offs And going oh, The players have no interest They've got a wee knock And they're out there's a process that you go through And Kyle Lafferty highlighted it With not going through the, the, the correct lines And he got banned from playing for Rangers For that one game These players have to turn up It goes to the medical staff It goes to Alex McLeish And there'll be a sit down Between him, the player, the medical staff And probably involve the clubs in it And it'll come to an agreement It's not quite as simple but, as but I've got a knock him away The person with the last say is a player Forget the medicals You can turn up and have a, a word with them They can examine you The person with the last say is the player because nobody knows how sore he is. Stevie, you want to come back in? I, 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 to- I totally get. As I said, I don't want to stereotype. And as you said, there, Gordon, the player knows uh, if I've got a wee niggle, I'll know how to manipulate the system. However, as Mark said, this is massive. These games are massive for Scotland. And and obviously, we need to get behind the crowd. And my next point was just quickly was for the game in, uh, against uh, Israel, mm-hmm. thirty pound. We're luckily for sold twenty thousand tickets. It's it's unacceptable playing in that stadium again when it's fifty, sixty thousand, and we're selling twenty, twenty-five thousand. It's about time we we started looking at other other avenues. Unfortunately, mm. I will hold my hands up and say I'm not entirely sure exactly what the the ticket sales are at the moment. But that's something that is always going to be a difficult relationship when the team's not playing well. Get a result against Albania though on Saturday. I mean, I think the ticket sales will. will Improve remarkably Because Like I say It's a, a chance A big chance You know You get a good result Against Albania You beat Israel We're there we're, You know You can see a wee bit of light At the end of the tunnel Whether If you have to go through The full qualification process Again In the state we're in And the pot we'll be in It's a long mm. way away So this is a real chance But it all starts on Saturday Gordon Because Israel just goes out the window If it's a poor result and Yeah but We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB Hugh Gibson says In my opinion Any player who asks not to be considered Should never be considered again mm-hmm. um, Simon Pettigrew says No for me Playing for Scotland Wouldn't be the pinnacle I'd always play for the team I support 
Over international football Any time At Clyde SSB uh, John Belton makes a good point Mentioning Snodgrass That's another one that's Yeah uh, yeah, perhaps a bit of a hmm. an issue. We'll wait to see what happens in the future with that one. It's oh one four one nine five one one zero two five in the phones. Brian is a Celtic fan in Tullybody. Hi, Brian. Hey, how are you doing, guys? Nice to see you again. And you, what's your point tonight? Right. So my point is the elephant in the room. Why all these call-offs? Uh, and the last caller just mentioned there why the supporters are leaving in droves. Scotland had an amazing support under the wee man, Gordon Strachan, and his, his brand of football internationally was moving forward. For me, I mean, I, I go to the Celtic games, I don't rarely, very rarely have ever been to Scotland games, but I did get a chance to go to a, a Scotland game under uh, Gordon Strachan, and there was a resurgence, there was a, there was a forward-thinking, uh, almost a club side amongst the players. You could see that there was this Galvanising of uh, I don't know if it's the way that he trained them Or the way that he spoke to them Or the way that he coached them The, the elephant in the room for me is Alex McQuish is a dud And he's a, an absolute yes man for the SFA He, he has come in and he's tore apart All the good stuff That the, the, the cheap option for, for the SFA Was to go with, it, with Alex McQuish So you've now got players who are in the periphery Who are punching and tra- really trying to get into it Saying Hang on a minute here, I'm, I'm not going to get in there. I'm going to make sure that, you know, I'm right for my club side and that, that I'm, I'm, my career moves forward that way. Scotland is and should be the pinnacle for any Scotsman to play in. Mm. It should be, but it's not. You will go into battle for a manager. You will go into battle and you, I mean, you look at the way that, I'll, I'll take my favourite player, Scott Brown, you take the way that he played for uh, uh, Gordon Stratton, even coming out of... Uh, out of his retirement to help Gordon Stratton and it galvanised the players you look at the game at Hamden when we, we almost put England to the sword um, Griffiths two great players but it wasn't just it wasn't one, one player or two players it was the whole team they seemed to be going forward now since the, the intervention of Mr McLeish and I don't make any apologies to saying that I don't like the way he plays football. I don't like the way he coaches players. I don't like the way he man manages players. It's a, a, a negativity in the Scots game to allow a man who is, you know, he walked away from the game. So for him to um, make any bones about a guy calling off is absolute hypocrisy. Who, who in particular are you talking about, Brian? Because I'm thinking about some of the injuries. I mean, guys like John McLaughlin, he pulled out first, Stephen O'Donnell, Michael Devlin. These are guys that Alex McLeish has given their first Scotland caps to or their first chance to be in the squad. So they're not going to pull out because of Alex McLeish. No, I'm not, I'm not speaking about one particular player. If we have an honesty and an integrity as a football player and they feel that they are doing a disservice to Scotland by pulling out, sorry, by going along and being injured, then I applaud them for pulling out because that gives a young player or another one who's on the edge and maybe a bit hungrier and fitter. The, the important thing here is the fitness of the players, but it's about the team. It's about the team ethic. We had a club side ethic not that long mm. ago and it's ripped apart. Okay, Brian and Tullybody, I'm going to have to thank you and leave it there because I'm already nearly two minutes late for the travel and Michael is not going to be happy. Keep the calls coming, though. We'll hear from the Scotland camp after the travel with Michael. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Gordon D. and Mark Wilson here with me, Gordon Duncan, and tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Give us a call if you've got anything to add on the number of withdrawals from the Scotland squad and how on earth we fix it. Who plays on Saturday night to try and make up for all the people missing on Twitter we're at Clyde SSB like we said at the top though it doesn't have to be international football if you want to talk club football and you've got something in particular on your mind then why not share it with us the guys will be more than happy I'm sure uh, to go through that with you let's speak to Mark who is a Rangers fan from Motherwell hi Mark hi how you doing Gordon yeah not bad Mark what's your take then on these uh, this growing injury list for Scotland Oh, I just find it quite disappointing. Uh, being like forty-one years of age, I grew up with Scotland teams qualifying for championships and World Cups and stuff. And just, I think every single one of the players that played in their teams would turn around and say the pinnacle of their career was playing for their country. And nowadays, it's almost as if you're playing for your country is a burden. It's maybe it's the, the the money in the game. Maybe it's the the fact that uh, people have got a career to look after. But oh, the, the mm. one thing I always wanted to do was score a goal for Scotland when I was a young boy sitting watching Gordon Strang try to jump over a <laughs> advertising fence. You know what I mean? I just just sitting there as a wee boy sitting watching that, and then you seen folk like David Cooper, Kenny Dalglish, and I bet you'd be to turn around and ask some of the guys eh, would they swap their caps? I don't think they would. Mm. Right, I mean, does it have, is it the money in the game? Because what else could it be? Because I know we feel we're being pretty down on ourselves at the moment and we can talk about, yeah, it's because we are this and the manager's this. But this is not exclusive to Scotland. This is international yeah. football in 2018. It's happening all over the place. Is, is that the reason? I think there's a few factors, Gordon. Um, Mark touches on the olden days. I don't think that then they played as much football. Um, you know, the amount of games that these top players are having to play week in, week out, um, weekends and then midweeks, and, uh, you know, it takes their toll. And that's the reason Scott Brown decided, and like other players, have decided to say, no, I'd rather have a couple of extra years at club level than, you know, add a few caps on. You can understand that because of the money that's in club football. Um, and plus the fact the, the pace of the game now as well So it takes its toll And I think a lot of players look at the international break And look at it as a break for them To give them rest to go again in the next fixtures Because some of them are playing You know, an English Premiership um, You look at Celtic Rangers players Playing constantly for July, June mm-hmm. So right. I can understand that side of it well, see, see if that is the case then, right and, and money's king And you are wanting to look after your club career Surely there's a realisation Of what performing on an international stage Can do for your CV And can do for your chances of getting A better contract, a better move More money, yeah. and so on That's 100%. Surely they go hand in hand As soon as look, Let's take, for example these The guys who have just come into the Scotland squad you know, say Bates, for example, now he'll be on a, a a decent salary where he is. If he has to move again, if he has to play these few games and continue on that, you're totally right. He goes negotiating. Well, as I'm a, a, as I'm a Scotland, Scotland international. international now, I'm playing at the highest level international football. Agent goes in, there you go. What are you giving international players? So 
People might think Oh there's no difference There's such a huge difference Even listen When I was negotiating contracts At Celtic I was never I was never picked I only won the one cap So you mm. can't really class yourself As an international player Sign so, there son Okay <laughs> Just take whatever <laughs> they would give me But You know But then you've got players you know what's the difference Yeah who's Scottish internationals Who were getting paid Far Far more than I was And it makes a difference But I, Listen Mark's point I, I don't know Is there a, a lack of belief Maybe from From some Scotland players That we can get to a major tournament Because Going back to the days That he's talking about and that squad, those squads qualified, mm. those squads knew when they met up at the start of a qualifying campaign that the odds were they were going to make it to a finals. They were good enough. Yeah, probably, easily. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They knew they were going to get there. It's All been right, that but, long. But what, yeah. sort, what sort of defeatist attitude is that? I've was always led to believe that professional footballers back themselves. In fact, surely the incentive then is even greater. You could be the team, the first team in a generation to qualify. For Scotland, yes. is, is that not an even bigger incentive? Yeah, totally right. I mean, look at Northern no, I, Ireland. I Gordon, I think that's that's one of the, the the things. I mean, these guys can actually qualify, so their stock raises straight away. Is if they if they play in a Scotland team that gets to a qualifier in like twenty odd years, but I mean that yeah. that basically their stock gets through the roof. Yeah, yeah. I, I see, think in terms of uh, like Richie and Kearney. I was, that's it also what I was going comes to ask you about. And a, 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 a side of this ego with these guys. Now, these guys are playing at a very high level down south, but when they've came, they've perhaps sat on the bench for a lot of these games with Scotland and they're thinking, well, I'm playing at a high level here. I should be in this team. I'll get one last squad to see if I'm in the squad. And their ego gets a bit dented and they go, well, I'm not wasting, I'm not wasting 10 days mm. going away, sitting on a bench and training every day and getting nothing out of it. And it's it's a it's a poor attitude. Mm. I'm I, I'm not, you know, backing that. It's a very poor attitude. I'm just trying to get an insight in perhaps why they've discluded themselves. This is this is what's quite strange about it, Gordon, because Mark Wright, Tom Kearney, and Matt Ritchie mm. are playing at a very high level. We always talk about it being certainly the biggest, maybe the best, depending on you know whatever you're into, the best league in the world. Some I strongly disagree with that. Some might agree, but if you were to honestly ask a hundred Scotland fans, right, with everyone fit. Everyone's fit and available Pick your Scotland starting 11 I'm not sure that many Would have Matt Ritchie Or Tom Kearney in it uh, But probably uh, Because it's Opinions um, I think Ritchie Offers quite a lot um, I.e. the reason He plays with Newcastle in the top league Week in week out So he's certainly Got by I didn't say he was a bad player I just, no, I just no. that's, the, that's the impression I get When you hear no. from fans On the show Or when you're out I, I just don't feel as I, if People are saying you know, it's almost like we're, we're offended at the attitude that's been displayed, but I, I don't hear too many people saying Kearney's a wonderful player and would start, uh, sorry, Richie's a wonderful player mm. and would start every game for Scotland. No, but going back to, I think it was Brian that called and was talking about the manager and everything. You don't play for international, you play for your country. You play for the pride of putting the jersey on, represent your country, doing the very best. Now, he was talking in Gordon Strachan. Gordon Strachan never qualified for anything, Right. I, I thought that Gordon Strachan was doing a good job Unfortunately Results driven business And Scotland fans wanted him out They wanted a change Gordon mm-hmm. They wanted the old guys away They wanted the new new blood in They're getting that And they're still moaning about what's going on I wouldn't even bother concentrating on guys like Richie and People that turn around and say I don't want to be considered for a squad I would just take them right Do you not think that's a point though? Do you not think it's a bit ego? I'm playing the top league I should be playing for Scotland You're right Gordon That's a great point I think if you had everybody fit I don't know how many people Out of the whole country Would say 
Kearney and Richie are in the starting lineup if you had everybody fit. But sometimes when you're used to that, you know, the limelight, top league, and you just think, well, I'm the man, I should be playing. And they can't get it in their head. That league is built up to be the be all and end yeah. all. And, and I'm not playing and it might just has go a knock on well, effect. Listen, uh, final, word, final word to you, Mark. Uh, I was just got to say, it's quite regrettable that uh, Gordon Dale didn't get any Scotland cards. No, it's right, not, because we never right. heard the end of it, Mark. Mark, you're the best caller of the week. Keep that, and, keep and, it and I must say that, that uh, Mark must have, that. I would say that for him, one of the proudest moments he's ever had in his career was pulling on that tap with a line rampant on it and basically walking out onto that pitch. That's every, that's was, yeah. Maddie, that was every boy's dream, know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. how much money you could make, it wasn't this, that or the next thing, it yeah. was basically pulling on that tap. I mean Mark Thanks to, thanks to the other Mark Thanks to Mark and Motherwell we, we have a joke about it But the reality of it is You got one more cap Than 99.9% of, of Scottish boys Who want to, to grow up and play football mm. Got Is that something that still you think You know I wish I could have got you, more Did, oh, did, did you get a cap Mark? Did you, no did, I didn't no. actually get a cap I'm trying to be cap. serious for a minute here no, so. I'm, I'm I didn't actually get a cap But it does sit heavy with me in my career So one thing I played you know, for Celtic Blah 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 Played in Champions League Ticked all the boxes Scotland every level up And that was great But it did weigh heavy on me And it still does just now That didn't get more uh, And I, I thought there was a period I should have got more uh, like Steve Clark says I, I, thought I feel I, like I'm working with Stevie Clark no, tonight I thought a period where I was playing Champions League for Celtic And winning leagues I should have actually Maybe not started games But I should have been in the squad at least And I wasn't And I was. I just regretted when I got in the squad I was at the probably the tail end mm. Of when my knee was starting to pack in So I wish I got more But you know proud as anything I can't, like Mark I, says I can't to get agree one. with that Mark I'm sorry no. <laughs> You can't even remember me playing I don't know what you're saying uh, Let's hear from Graham Shinney Who says the players are desperate To secure a spot at the Euros He says they're just as keen To reach the finals As the fans are It's obviously in our own hands So it's up to us to, to go out and, and do the business So yeah we're going to work hard this week um, And everybody's looking forward to it Us as a squad are, are obviously desperate to, to qualify as well Like the, the whole nation is But yeah we, we know sort of the, the importance of it And, and like I said we're, we're all determined to to try and do that for ourselves as a, a squad but but as a nation as well to, to try and get to obviously a top competition so it's something that we're, we're working hard for it's never easy and like it's it's shown over the, the last few years um, it's never an easy thing to do but it's something that we're all desperate to try and get well we, we obviously had the game here against them so um, it'll be a tougher game obviously being away uh, Israel I think got, got beat over there um, so it shows it, it'll be a tough game but uh, if we can play our, our full full potential, we we know it's a game that we can go and win. So um, it's a game that that the whole squad's looking forward to, and and like I said, trying to turn things around from the the last result. Uh, Derek's in Inverness. What's your point tonight, Derek? Uh, hi, Gordon. Gordon and the Mushroom. How are you doing? Hi, Derek. Hi, Derek. Uh, basically, um, <laughs> he responds to that. I, I know, I'm, I'm, you know, that's how bad it's getting. I'm letting that go. The mushroom, <laughs> Mark, Derek, Mark, carry on. No, we're not letting it go, Mark. You're the mushroom forever. He is a mushroom. <laughs> that's who you are now. That's it. Anyway, sorry, guys. Get back to my point. Um, I really don't see how um, the players could give a hundred percent for Alex McLeish because, for one, he's walked out on the job before, so. Already, the, the the plan for a manager who clearly values his club money over national team. If the choice came up again or the chance came up again for him to leave, 
I'm no doubt he'd do the same as he did before and go and get better money somewhere else. Do you think that is is that is that really a is it really a factor, Derek? Because I hear stuff like this before, right? So let let's let's for talking sake say let, let's apply it to someone. Let's go Tom Kearney, right? Is twenty seven, I think, something like that. Ten years ago this was. So do you think Tom Kearney is looking back to something that happened when he was a teenager and that has any bearing whatsoever on his commitment levels as far as Scotland are concerned? Well, I wasn't really finished, to be honest, Gordon. But um, the other re- the other reason I think that they might not be too happy about McQueen being there is this is a guy that's openly admitted to cheating when he was at Rangers. You know, uh, the whole, the court that he's committed with, that they've bought players they could otherwise have afforded. But that's what that's what I'm asking you, Derek. That's what I'm asking you. We're we're talking about we're talking about Tom Kearney, Matt Ritchie, guys pulling out. You honestly think that Tom, does, does Tom Kearney? Um, it's basically, I mean, there's guys in that squad um, that will have lost it on medals. Who uh, winners' medals, money? Who probably better contracts? Who who in the squad? Who in the squad, Derek? I think you're struggling to back up the point. I must admit, I give you a, a few opportunities. You know, does yeah, de- de- does, does Tom Kearney care that Alex McLeish left Scotland in 2007? No, nobody, ca- nobody does cares. Matt Ritchie? No, nobody cares. Um, the thing is, there's a lot of people. They're not happy with Alex's appointment. That's their own personal opinion. That's fine. You you can accept that. But this playing for a manager at international level, I cannot buy into. You're playing for your country. Forget the manager. You might not like the manager. You might not agree with everything he tells you to do. But you're out there. You're privileged, as Mark, Mark said. He wanted more caps. He thought he deserved more. We'll disagree with that. But <laughs> it's a pride of playing for your country, Gordon. You, you're not interested mm. in the manager. It doesn't matter who's sitting there. You want to play for your nation. You want to do something. And we've got a great opportunity to put us in the, the thing. The, now, hold on, I'm going to have right. to stop you because Michael's banging at that door again for the travel and I have the easiest question of the night. How would you like an extra £2,000 cash in time for the weekend That's an easy yes isn't it If you enter Clyde One's 2k day You could be two grand richer Tomorrow morning If you've got a G M L P A K A or FK In your postcode You're eligible And it's very simple Text the word yes To 61025 That's yes To 61025 And a winner will be chosen At random When the lines close At 9am tomorrow The text costs 150 T's and C's And online entry Are at Clyde1.com Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Here with me Gordon Duncan And tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard You can join us In a couple of ways Give us a call Or Twitter is At Clyde SSB And we've been looking At this lengthy And growing injury list For Scotland John McGinn The latest to pull out And then of course There are other guys Who People think could be doing more to be involved uh, And we've been looking at a couple of those cases as well So keep the calls coming if you want to discuss that We will get back to it I'm sure But in the meantime John is a Celtic fan And Coatbridge wants to talk club football Hi John How you doing lads? Hi, Not John. bad John What's on your mind? What's the latest in higher? His injuries, eye injury Well he posted a picture I think it was today On his social media With the, the hospital gown on The thumb up and the face looking a bit Sore to say the least So he's, he's had surgery on it And I guess it's just about recovery now John uh, It's what I was thinking I see Gary Cahill Is out of favour of Chelsea Would it be too costly to get him up for six months For the end of the season to fill in For the IR well, I mean Celtic have got centre-halves there mm. Just now that are doing 
a decent job You've got Boyata and Benkovic Who are a good pairing um, Is there a possibility that come the end of January Boyata and the Benkovic are gone? Well listen If you think back to If you think back to the summer there With Boyata and what went on There was a lot of I heard a, a lot of rumours that Boyata was close to agreeing a, a pre-contract, you know, at that time. Now, you wonder if that's all been put to, to bed. Sorry, a, new, a new Celtic contract no, or a contract no, a elsewhere? Contract right, elsewhere okay. You know, because he was, whatever assurances he was given, he thought he could leave. So that's the things that, that was going about, the rumours that were circulating. So now that he's back in the team and he's he's playing particularly well just now, you wonder if that's just swept to one side and now he's fully concentrated on the job at Celtic. Benkovic, you're right. He, I mean, he might go back. So it, it could be a problem area for Celtic, but I'm sure Brendan Rodgers has, has got a grasp in that situation just now. But those two, it, it'd be bitterly disappointing for Celtic in the second half of the season if those two had to split up. Because I think for the first time in a, in a wee while, that centre defence looks solid with those two. They look like they know each other's games. Two of them have got great attributes for centre halves and they're, they're defending well just now. So that would be disappointing if that had to to break up. I thought Cahill would be a... And, but uh, Cahill, uh, I mean, John, is, is on probably an astronomical amount of money. Uh, that's what I think. Um, I, mean, I think... <laughs> What's that? What's that? Why did he call you mushroom? <laughs> oh, it's a long story, John. It's, it's, a, uh, it's, it's there was a, a long time ago, John. Yeah, it's really not a funny story. That's no, the thing. Not, a long time I, I ago, didn't come up with it. someone mentioned about Mark being a fun guy, fun mm. guy, and someone's come up with the mushroom, and now he gets it shouted at him at the school gates and everything when he's ah, taking the kids. Ridiculous. And he's yeah, he doesn't like it. Well, we were at the golf last week and introduced himself to my friend as I'm the mushroom. <laughs> You may have heard me on Clyde One Super Scoreboard I'm the Mushroom mushroom. What's your take on John's point? I mean, Gary Cahill is certainly not one I've heard before But I don't mind some suggestions at this stage of the season Uh, Like Mark, I think he'll be on huge, huge wages Whether he'd want to come up to Scotland I know that he's out of favour at Chelsea But there'll be plenty of clubs If if Chelsea make him available for loan Then there'll be plenty of clubs down south That would probably take him So... Um, it is a problem to see in January what's going to happen uh, with the centre-backs But I'm sure Celtic have already looked at that situation They'll be working on it And mm. Brendan Rodgers will be ready to move Especially because, like we mentioned, it, it, it could change so drastically, couldn't it? Mm. You've got, as Mark says, I think most Celtic fans are very happy with what they're seeing by Atta uh, and, and Benkovic mm-hmm. at the moment You've got a couple of possibilities in January You've got that one of them goes You've got that both of them go You've got the none of them go So there is a Slight period of uncertainty On well, that Well I'm sure front. Celtic Will be uh, be talking to Everyone concerned mm-hmm. And they'll have a fair idea What's going to happen They'll not just wait to The transfer window shutting And then look round and think Oh we've lost two Our best centre backs uh, They'll be doing their homework They'll be looking at different things um, But Nobody Nobody can tell just now What the situation is going to be With the two centre backs only Celtic, no better. I'd, I'd like to see, you know, Benkovic, what I've seen him so far. Now, I know he cost a lot of money, but Celtic pay a lot of money for players in forward positions. You know, Edward, nine million quid. And OK, he scores, what, eight and eight, and he's, he excites people uh, and he does, you know, good things. And, and you get wingers that Celtic will probably splash out that number 10. But most of the calls we get in this show and the years I've been working is about the Celtic defence. 
So I would like to see them actually spend a good bit of money on yeah, someone. But, you but you, it's, that's not really in Benkovic's plan, is it? In terms of from a Leicester perspective, they only just signed him for all these. Yeah, is this yeah. not about? Yeah, but I mean, if it goes to the summer, uh, I'm just saying, if, if if it was an option, if it had to become an option, if the Celtic, there was a lure of Champions League that he's not going to get a Leicester, you know, and he thought, yep, this fits me. He, he loved the club. I'd like to see Celtic spend money on a centre half. And I understand it's unfashionable to spend eight, nine million on a centre half in Scottish football, but so many of the problems, and some of them domestically as well, have came from the centre half areas, but particularly in European football at the highest level, Champions League and Europa League. People call up this show centre halves. It's the centre halves, and it's been for years. So I would like to see a bit of investment there. And I'm only saying Benkovic just now because he's fitting the mould. He's come in, great attributes, good pace, good in air, physical. Can defend And decent on the ball And you go Well he ticks all the boxes And he's there just now So mm. That's the only reason I'm mentioning him But I don't know if Celtic will do it Because They're very reluctant To spend the money on defenders It's all forward thinking players To do that way Club football Or international football You decide 0141 Willie Is a Rangers fan In Pollock What's your point tonight Willie? Hi Hello My point is that Daniel Kendi's Second booting against Mirren Mm-hmm well, being as that's the case and Daniel Kendis has already served his one match ban, what about the antics of Neil Lennon at Tynecastle last week? Also, he's abroad at the end of last season in the five each game against Rangers. Well, he got banned Remember for that, Lee didn't Griffiths, he? Uh, tying his scarf at the post at Ibrox, blowing his nose at the corner flag at Ibrox. You know, we mentioned Neil Lennon at, at Easter Road doing the aeroplane, Well, he, he got banned for that. Well, um, what about the, the Tynecastle? You got a coin thrown on him. Well, was. Daniel could do to the day anything. He blew, he blew kisses. So why is uh, Neil Lennon, he stood up and gestured to the Hearts fans. Yep, Lee Griffiths ties his scarf to the post at Ibrox and then blows his nose in the corner flag at Ibrox. I think the the point you're making, Willie, is is obviously Candace has been booked or punished for gestures, and and you're saying that these guys have done gestures as well. That I mean, I I read the the stuff today about you know Candace and what came out, and it was about gestures. And I have to agree. I, I, well, I don't know if it's the same point Willie's making, but if we're booking people on gestures on the pitch, I mean, you're opening up a can of worms here. I mean, people make gestures constantly throughout the 90 minutes. And the footage that we've seen, Candice, it didn't look, to me, it didn't look too bad what he was doing. If you have to go around booting players for every little thing they do to an opponent, I mean, where do you stop? Mm. You'd end up with bookings for every single You're player. I was going to say it was a terrible decision. It's, it's, it's like everything, though, Gordon. The problem is always consistency. Mm. Because I have seen loads of players get, get booked for, for gestures, loads of them, mm. but I've also seen loads that don't. Uh, you know, so Consistency is the word you're. Yeah. So, you're how, right. how do you. Should we take a bit more of a grown up approach about this and accept that people should be able to, to take a bit of humour, should be able to take that type of thing? Well. Or, well, or is it the other way? Is it, you know, as soon as you do anything, then you must be punished? No, I think we need to lighten up a little bit. Sometimes the game needs a bit of humour, needs some characters. So you're saying William McCall made a mistake? Uh, yes, I said, uh, and I've backed that up. I, I thought Willie made a big mistake with Candace, and I've said that. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll stick up for the referees when possible, 
And I'll give my opinion. Willie made a mistake in Candace. I thought the explanation of the second yellow was ridiculous. Well, one particular, because it obviously said that it was sort of in two parts that he yeah, was. Um, kisses. Yeah, the first one, you know, making gestures and then getting involved, you know, with Anton Ferdinand. And that's the bit that you see in the, the live shot of the TV, where certainly in that respect, Candace doesn't look to do anything wrong. The explanation suggesting the gestures come just before. Yeah, not, not I, I, I think people are talking about blowing kisses, stuff like that. Then he, he walks by further. He's done nothing wrong, Gordon. It's ridiculous mm. that he gets a second yellow card. So we just have to live with it. Beat the pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Right, remember, just for getting on Beat the Pundit this week, you're winning yourself a pair of tickets to Chris Boyd's testimonial on Saturday, Kilmarnock Heroes against the Rangers Euro 11. So that's just a bonus thrown in, but of course the real prize is the chance to beat Mark Wilson or Gordon DL on Beat the Pundit. 0141-951-1025. Dial that number and dial it quickly because you only have until the news at 7 o'clock if you want to play tonight. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're going to hear from former Ranger striker Nacho Novo very soon. He's got some thoughts on whether or not Rangers are genuine title contenders. You can hear that after this. Pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Yes, it is time for Beat the Pundit. Gordon and Mark are standing by and one of them is going to be up against Gary from Hamilton. How are you tonight, Gary? Yeah, magic. How's yourself? Not too bad. And of course, Gary, you're already a winner. Just for getting through, you've got a pair of tickets for Chris Boyd's testimonial at Rugby Park on Saturday. Kilmarnock Heroes against the Rangers at Euro 11. Happy with that? Excellent, that's, that's a reason I won't <laughs> well, that's, that's, what, that's what they're there for, well done Just thought I don't show myself up <laughs> nah, I'm sure. well, Listen, the questions last night were brutal Did you have to hear them? No, no. Well, Thanks for yeah. listening Thanks for listening <laughs> you two uh, They were horrendous So I've had a word with producer Andy Just to make sure um, There are no questions about supernatural beings oh. Make, make, make oh, them hard for The question was uh, Which supernatural being appears on Elgin's badge? Oh, mm. oh hold on a minute an angel oh, Get away I told you this earlier There's no, no you chance didn't. you knew that Not no, a I swear you did not tell me that You knew f- Two things First of all You knew what a supernatural being was yeah. I don't think so An angel And secondly You knew there was an angel On yes. Elgin's badge Yeah I knew that Not a chance Can I see a vampire <laughs> Moving I tell you what, Gary, Play him tonight Right Give Gary a ball I'm going to toss the coin Heads it's Mark Wilson Tails it's Gordon Diel And it is heads it's the vampire mushroom oh, that you're up against. Uh, let me give Mark Come some on, Gary. Clyde 2 so that he doesn't know what you're saying. Oh, listen, he's only got one setting. I wouldn't worry about that. You've got 30 seconds, Gary. You're going head to head. Um, you can pass. That's the secret. So just remember that. Your time starts now. You ready? Yep. Okay. Uh, Eagle Kadja has been called up to the Albania squad from which Scottish team? What decade of the 20th century did Third Lanark cease to exist? The uh, 40s. Which Scottish team does Oliver Mc? Uh, which team does Scotland striker Oliver McBurney play for? Um, Ipswich. Uh, which previous English Premier League winners did Ali McLeod play for in the 60s? Manu. Who's the latest player to drop out the Scotland squad today? 
Uh, John McGinn Alright, they were quite tough as well actually Let's bring Mark Wilson uh, back Mark, can you hear us? Yes Right, same set of questions to you Okay You ready? Hmm. Eagle Kadja has been called up to the Albania squad From which Scottish team? Livingston Which decade of the 20th century did 3rd Lanark cease to exist? Uh, 60s uh, Which team does Scotland striker I'm reading this slowly because I made a mistake Oliver McBurney play for? On the... Swansea uh, which previous English Premier League winner did Ali McLeod play for during the 60s? Leicester. Who has become the eighth player to drop out of the Scotland squad? John McGinn. Okay. Yeah, I went slowly on your Oliver McBurney question Why? because I stumbled on it when I read Gary's. That's fair. That's the type of guy That's I not am. fair. Equal opportunities for all. Ah, rubbish. They were, they were hard tonight. I only, you, I only get five. What do you think, Gary? He's done me I think I just took guesses on them basically They were tough I wonder where the tickets anyway Exactly (laughs) Let's go through them and find out how tough Eagle Kadja has been called up to the Albania squad From which Scottish team Gordon DL was laughing as if Mark Wilson will never get this It's Livingston I was raging He got it He nailed it (laughs) Uh, So 1-0 to Mark Wilson How glad are you this question wasn't yours What decade of the 20th century did Third Lanark cease to exist? I went to the 50s. It was the 50s. Was it? Uh, Gary, you, were, you went 40s, didn't you, Gary? Aye, we were in between. Yeah, exactly, so it was the 50s. Still 1-0 to Mark Wilson. He panicked a bit, but he got there in the end. Oliver McBurney plays for Swansea. I had Fulham in my head for some reason. Mm, there, G- Gary aye. went for Ipswich. I went so, Ipswich, uh, aye. 2-0. Yeah, a shocker, Gary. Oh, listen to him. <laughs> because he's two up, he's getting uh, all above it. Right, uh, which... Previous English Premier League winner Did Ali McLeod play for During the 60s Is Blackburn Rovers Thought you'd have got that So still 2-1 uh, You did get one on the board Gary Always makes me nervous When there's a potential zero But you got John McGinn The latest player To drop out the Scotland squad So one for you Three for Mark Wilson He keeps the signed ball But you get the tickets To the Chris Boyd testimonial Happy with that? Uh, excellent Thanks so much Good man Enjoy your day out on Saturday That Chris Boyd testimonial Taking place uh, At Rugby Park That's this Saturday The 17th um, Of November You can still buy tickets By the way If that's your type of thing uh, £10 and £5 They can be bought At the ticket office Down there at Rugby Park Or KilmarnockFC.co.uk A range of you know Former players Playing Ali McCoy Is going to be there um, The likes of Charlie Adam Pedro Mendes From a Kelly perspective Manuel Pascali um, Gary Holt as well The Livy manager But he's got mm. the old Kilmarnock tattoo Doesn't he So That's right We know aye, how he aye. feels um, About his club allegiance I, I remember doing a, a press thing with him Just before he got the Livy job And The the fans there Were desperate to see this tattoo And he wouldn't show it He says No 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 We need to you know, What was it Raise money or something like that And he ended up raising money To he got it out I should have not I thought it was a joke You he know one of the these tattoo. things He got the tattoo right. Thank goodness for that <laughs> He got it out <laughs> It was a good night You don't have any tattoos Gordon DL do you Were you before that Generation of footballer I've got Pettigrew Pettigrew <laughs> <laughs> You actually don't know do you No Mark Wilson you, you do t- I've got a few Yeah yeah. Yeah, hey, he's got What, what is that What's It's a tattoo I have what I describe that to us. Describe what that to that? the listeners on your arm. On my arm. How would you describe that? I've got my kids' names, and hey, that's I've got. Uh, I've got. No, well, I've got a rose, a tribal rose on the other arm. <laughs> Gordon's not having that. At all. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> a tribal. That's what it's called. That's the name. Yeah. That's that's what I, I don't asked know why he finds for. that so funny. Anyway, <laughs> the flower has died. <laughs> It's harder now though To find a footballer Who doesn't have one that's Yeah Because that was the fashion now. Listen to me As if I'm some old man But you know that's... Yeah, That was the fashion Yeah Tattoos mm. Not for you Gordon No No 
No Alright okay Moving on Let's hear a bit from Nacho Novo Shall we you Turned can... into a tattoo <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> You know I like, to, I like to branch out and just Clyde one ink Just, just see what you're up to uh, Nacho Novo He believes Rangers are genuine title contenders this season Let's know what you think 01419511025 um, But he does say Stephen Gerrard will need to strengthen the squad in January The former striker says it would be amazing If Gerrard could land some silverware this season But does admit that it will not be easy Yeah I think so as long as long we we keeping that close, I think we we can do we can do well. But for me, the the most important thing is just to gain to January and bring more bodies because on the end of the day we go a short squad. So if we keep going till January and be signing a few more bodies in for uh, strength the team, that will be fantastic because still a lot of games to go, especially with the European games as well. Lots of traveling. So that's the difference. I see Celtic go, uh, is go a, a, a bigger squad, so they can changing and you know um, refresh legs for other players. Oh, it will be will be amazing. It's not going to be easy. Um, not me wrong. It's not going to be easy um, because you go other other teams. You know, it's not only it's not only Celtic. It's, you go Hearts. You go um, Hebs. You go Aberdeen and. So it's kind of more competitive, but for me it's, it's, it's going to be a tough one. But as long we we stay close, we have a chance, because you never know what's happening in football. Uh, right, Gordon, I mean, I don't want to just constantly, every week between now and the end of the season, say, do you think Rangers can win the league? And you say no, and then you know we sort of keep going. But let, let's delve mm. a bit deeper, talking about recruitment. It's a bit of an early shout for it, it's only November. Would you? What What would be the... The main area for improvement then If Rangers are to, to, to stay within two points Or to stay close to Celtic I, th- I think they need someone more creative In the middle of the park Someone that can open up defences um, Especially with the amount of ball That, that they have at Ibrox I think the midfield are a bit similar Gordon And the one position that's worrying me Is I think they need to address And it may, may, may be that Macaulay's a man uh, they need to address the centre back positions. I don't think that's good enough to win yourself one way. I think you've got to strengthen that. Yeah, but if we're talking at the moment, if Rangers have four of them, even if they're perhaps not w- w- at a level you think they should be, is, is it really likely that another one gets added in there? Um, uh, that's up to the manager. No chance. It's not going to get another centre half in. Well, depends. On, uh, I'm looking at Cartage, for instance. I don't think he's good enough. Gold, uh, Goldson. But hold on, Gerard's brought them in. Yeah, he has to coach them to but, be good enough. Yeah, but hold on a minute. You hear Nacho Novo talking about well, we've got a small squad. He brought fifteen players yeah, in I the know. summer. Yeah, fifteen. So, so he has to coach the players he's got. He right. can't just sign centre halves and then go six man. They're no good enough. I'm bringing another. Well, he's he's already reflects badly in him. He's then. already said he needs a midfield player as well. You look at Flanagan at left back Doesn't look the like the, the part at all. I know that he's got an injury. Well, there. Barisic is the other, isn't he? Hmm. Yeah. Um, I just, I, as I say, I don't think mm. Cartage probably will leave him out now and try and coach him into a better centre half, Mark says, but he's going to add in, this, uh, in January. So, one four one nine five one one zero two five. let us know what you think. Uh, there's a stewards' inquiry on Beat the Pundit. We've actually done you out of a. Out of an extra point as well. Aye, yeah. Aye. Uh, lots getting in touch to say that Third Lanark actually ceased to exist in the 60s and not the 50s. So no, there you I go. I did think that. Yep. Producer yep. Andy is having one this week. Andy. That's me shifting the blame. Do you like that? When, I'm on, Andy. When was it? 65, 66? Uh, 
67 Yeah, yeah nah, I thought yeah, it was 67 yeah. You knew that, didn't you? <laughs> you didn't even know who <laughs> third line it was <laughs> sure. I'm sure it was 67 Where did they play? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Ben Kavanagh has sent a picture in Where he imagines your tattoo to look like It's, it's a lion It's a lion on top of a well, mushroom I tell you what my, It's a lion on top of a mushroom Yeah, well, My wife <laughs> just texts me I've got my wife's initials there so And you forgot just, about that? She texts me, <sighs> give me a bit of stick So there you go. Hope you're happy now. Imagine got my <laughs> <a> dinner. Make sure the dinner's ready. Would you? Uh, let's just say it's a good thing Gordon didn't try and get all his wife's initials <laughs> tattooed on him because his back's not big enough. <laughs> I could have got them on my nose. Uh, James, <laughs> <laughs> on that beat, <laughs> James is in Scots and James. We just heard from that Novo talking about you know Rangers being title contenders, but you know perhaps with the the, the condition that they strengthen. In January What do you think Of your team at the moment I do think we do need Strengthen uh, The striking position I think having uh, Morelos there Is good But And also Lafferty But you know You should think Another one added Absolutely I don't think Sadiq can cut it At Rangers Unfortunately I was excited About him coming in But again I just don't think He's done anything Yeah He threw him in Against Aberdeen He just looked lost you talk about all signings being a, and there's an element of risk attached, Gordon. When you go yeah. for such a big rebuild in, in the summer, you just simply are not going to get everyone right. There's just no way. I mean, you got guys like Arfield have obviously done well, and people mm-hmm. are enjoying Kent, um, and a good few of the other signings as well. But I think it's fairly obvious Sadiq doesn't quite fit the picture. And like I say, you just can't get you can't get them all right. No, you'll get one or two. Uh, yeah, well, you're hopeful that the one or two will hit the ground running. Uh, others take time to settle in. Um, you're right, 15 signings You're not going to get everyone perfect No manager does um, He's got loans in there as well, remember I think he's got about five, is it five loans? Um, he's got Warrell for Nottingham Forest as well in there So he's got a decent enough size squad But James is right, Sadiq, unfortunately for the boy And I thought it was a bit fair And he threw him into a semi-final against Aberdeen He totally played mm. Gordon so I thought it was a bit fair But you could always tell He wasn't going to fit any yep. Steven Gerrard's plan If you're talking priorities though right And you've got a, Presumably Morelos Who's the number one striker I don't mm. think there's any doubt about that And then you've got Lafferty As his backup. Aside from that Freak day When one was cup tied And one was suspended Do you really Do you need another one If you're talking about priorities? Um, Brendan Rodgers has always said Needed three strikers Well he's to, only good to two. challenge I, I know but Gordon's He's only really good one yeah, he's got one just now, but Brendan Rodgers is saying yeah. that. So maybe Stephen Gerrard is of similar opinion to to challenge on Scottish Cup League and Europa League. Mm-hmm. If they qualify, you might think you need a third. The one that for me it, get, it gets me. I'd say it in the show on Saturday, a Jaria for me. I, I don't know what a Jaria kind of player he is. I don't know, you know, if he's if he's a he's not a ball winner. Uh, he's not a number ten creative. He doesn't score many goals. I mean, he's clearly a decent player, but oh, you just listen, mean in terms of specifically yes. the role. Okay. Yeah, decent player, nice in the ball. But if Rangers have got, say, they've got Jack and Koulibaly sitting there, Gordon Wright, similar, but you get away with that because you've got Browning and Cham who will do that for sale in that role. You're looking for a guy to play in front of them to create for Morelos and give the white guys. I don't think Ajaria does mm. that and he doesn't mm. add goals. So I think that, that position there for Rangers... Is huge, but Steven Gerrard obviously likes Ajaria because he plays almost He's every got a game. Couple, I suppose. James, what do you make of the the midfield balance that you've got? 
the first of the start of the season when we were bringing a lot of midfield players in, I thought it was going to be a bit midfield heavy, but I'm, I'm, I'm liking it because there's, there's battling in there and there's people challenging for places, and that's only going to make your, your squad better. Yeah, that is the other thing, there is a, there's a, a numbers element. It might be the same with Ajaria. He does the basics well, but you know, if, if he drops out, there's somebody there that will come in and take his place. I do think they need something different in the middle of the park. Uh, but it's uh, all... Celtic have touched on it as well, saying, well, we need a number 10 and whatever. How do you get them now, Gordon? They're very hard to get. And the top quality guys that can play that, it's a special role. People that just find that pass, it opens up defences. Players just in be- between the midfield and the centre forward. They're very hard to come by. Everybody's looking for them. I think they'll get away with the two strikers. I think they'll be fine with that. Um, I think they've got good wide players. Uh, they've got a terrific goalkeeper. I think he's been the best signing uh, by a country mile, McGregor. But still, I would still be concerned of who... I would be looking at my centre-back. Rangers' best signing or Ranger, the country's best signing? Rangers' best signing. Okay. Yeah, by a country mile. James, what, I think you had another point to make, didn't you, about Scotland? I just wouldn't... In terms of the call-offs and stuff, and like... I get that there are genuine injuries now, there are genuine call-offs and yeah. you can't do much about that. But the guys that report to Scotland and are sent back to the clubs because they've got an injury, that's fair enough, you can't argue with that. You're injured, you're injured. But in terms of guys pulling out and not even bothering coming and saying things like, oh, I just don't select me, I, I don't want to be picked, that's an absolute disgrace. And I think the SFA should give them a one-match international ban for future games. No, I think we should just uh, dismiss them and, don't, and pick them again. Listen, that seems to be, if you're talking about examples, that kind of seems to be the route that it's going to go down with Matt Ritchie. I can't mm. predict the future, I certainly wouldn't try, but he was, I think, asked to take part in Alex McLeish's first squad. Was that going back to sort of Costa Rica? Mm. I think I'm right in saying. Um, that was one that he, he wasn't involved in and played for Newcastle very soon after. He then didn't go on the, the, the summer tour, as a yeah. lot of players didn't. Um, so I don't, I don't think Matt Ritchie's actually been really called up since then, I think the, the, the management team just feel that, well, he's, he's made it quite clear early on, yeah, and, and that's what it's going to be. It. Doesn't he fancy it? You know, that's his decision. You know, uh, probably 99% of the country would then disagree with that and say, we want to play for Scotland. But Matt Ritchie obviously thinks, I'm happy playing for Newcastle in the top league, that'll do me. But I don't think you'll find many young kids or anybody else mm. agreeing with him in this country. Right, we're going to get the full time teaser up and running next. But first, let me talk to you about something very, very important. Kids Mission Christmas. Yeah, it is that time of the year. I think, as we would all acknowledge, Christmas really should be a time for families and celebration. Uh, but unfortunately, for thousands of children right here on our doorstep in Glasgow in the West, it really is just another day. And that's quite sad for us to see. Um, but this is where you can help. This year, Cash for Kids have received more grant applications than we can support. It's quite simple So the need is greater than ever As families struggle to ensure that You know Children have the absolute basics We're talking food Warm clothes Just something to eat on Christmas Day Things that we would all take For granted We want to make a difference And you can help By supporting Clyde One's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas This year Now we've been out and about Finding out where this money goes And I'm going to let you hear from Ed Ingalls Who works at Giza Break This is a group based In the northeast of the city Basically provides respite And family support services For any children who may be struggling and he tells us the difference that Cash for Kids has made. 
One of the things that Cash for Kids, the funding that we've used for that is for providing the kids with free lunches every day, free healthy lunches. That obviously helps the families, the parents and carers. And also a lot of the families that we're working with would be maybe chaotic lifestyles within the, the family homes. That takes the stress and the hassle away from making a lunch every day that the kids attend. You can help and if you would like to to donate £5 text the word Clyde to 70808 that's uh, text the word Clyde to 70808 to donate £5 the full time teaser is next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me Gordon Duncan and tonight Clyde One Super Scoreboard 01419511025 if you want to join us uh, on Twitter it's at Clyde SSB We can talk international football We can do club football Whatever else uh, may be on your mind Share it with us I've got a full time teaser for you mm-hmm. And by the way I hope Scott McGill has got the question right He's the one who sent it in Because what a steward's inquiry we've got About this um, Third Lanark business People are very upset That we robbed you Mark mm-hmm. Wilson of yeah. that point so. For Third Lanark yeah, Who ceased to exist in the 60s Be clear about that? Yes Alright good Okay Alright <laughs> uh, Scott McGill has sent this question in to us tonight We're looking for 10 European goal scorers In Scottish Cup finals since 2000 So can you name the 10 European goal scorers In Scottish Cup finals since the year 2000 Is Andrew Flo one? Uh, Sorry, do you know what I should say as well I also, non-British though Tory Andrew Flo And I don't don't mean to get all political on you on on this We're not talking Brexit here I'm Uh, just Fine, how you dunk? Um, <laughs> 94 mm, No Since 2000 <laughs> yes, Since 2000 <laughs> Oh sorry 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 I'm not getting the dates uh, yeah, Third planner uh, yeah. Lovenkrantz Which century Yes Novo Peter Lovenkrantz Yes Natural Novo <laughs> Van Hoyt <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Was 4-1 Tory Andrew Flo He scored in the League Cup final Against us oh, You're right Put that away Who, who didn't I know Do you know what I mean What was the score 6-0 No 7 4 we were all over him Right Oh that was the League Cup Yeah you're yeah. right Sorry No Tory Andrew Flo's not one then He's not one no Conterman That was the League, that was Cup. The League Cup Oh unlucky Were you Can in we the, the Motherland Gutted that Oh Andy? god um, Come on man So you've Wait, got two uh, 11 cunts in Novo Is Stokes one uh, No why? I, I, why? This is my why? fault why? Why? Because why? It's, why? It's, non, why? it's non-British and Irish yes. And I should have said that uh, Larson must be one Well obviously is I don't know why you didn't say that before now Right, okay. We did see it now. Novo, Larson, Lovenkrantz. You've got seven to get. Remember, you can play along on Twitter. There, there is one guarantee tonight, and that's that you will get them before these two do. So, at Clyde S. Scatchel. Who? Oh. Ready Scatchel. Wow. Oh, now he's producing. Oh, now on. he is producing. That's that, a good That rose shout. is just getting bigger than his arm. Yeah, the tribal rose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the tribal rose. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen more phone calls. Why are you all sending me? It's your ex wives are getting in touch Mrs. to see. Wilson, Mrs. It's your ex wives are getting in touch to see why you've not got their initials oh. tattooed. Up in arms. Right, okay. Okay. Here's one for you. I'm just interested to get your, your take on this. Um oh see Hugh Moan's gonna be angry at me because he always picks me up when I don't read the question out fully. He said Anthony Stokes, I meant to say non British or Irish players, so can but from Europe. I'm a Russo. Brilliant. Yeah. You've done enough on the teaser. We'll get back to that in a minute. I do want to get your thoughts on this one though. Um that England team has just come out for tonight's friendly against the USA. Wayne Rooney, Plain. he's on the bench. 
But he's going to come on It's yep. a bit of a, a novelty In theory You're I, having I, it You're I, not having it I'm having it I think Why not celebrate The greatest school scorer uh, You know Who's still fit Who's still playing Who was a Tremendous servant To the country Why not do it 120 caps All the money goes to charity as well Which I think is a huge thing Why not I mean what's What's the big deal It's a meaningless Game really for England just, And I, I don't think We're it just talking about how No international football Should be meaningless Well I, this one is I, th- I think it's a nice touch Oh come on I was hoping you would argue With no, him at no, least Am no, I going to no. have to do it Yeah I, I think it's a nice touch um, It's, it's it, an opportunity Is international to say, football much. Is international football There to provide Nice touches It's a friendly Against the USA Gordon Right Come on what if his place in the squad is robbing someone else of their first cap who may go on to be the next win, Rooney? It probably won't because how many subs will they be allowed to use? They can use as many as they want and friendly, surely. So it's not going to rob anybody. And and Mark said it there, a guy that's what he's given to England, does it really matter? Does it really matter? Was there, What's the point? Was James it? McFadden, what was James McFadden's situation? Was he in 49? Two, 48? Uh, 48 caps. Two short of 50 So would you have gave him Two no. To make up to 50 That's different What Why is that different Why is that different I mean they think I, yeah, I, I would have I, I think when McFadden was playing You can't I just give On a serious note That's just I'm, I'm being You can't just give people caps I, Well McFadden was in Probably in about the squad or, Is or, this or, is this the start of some sort of campaign To get you up I, to two Is that, is that well, the point <laughs> I said let's get people tweeting in <laughs> I'm still fit enough for five minutes But like Wayne Rooney It's not as if he's retired He's in America I know it's not a level Of the Premier League Some would say he's nearly retired He's nearly retired But he's went out there And he's, he's made a difference He got them to the playoffs uh, He looks fit oh. Play him I mean You got one there? Jim be? Duffy was not having it at Thanks. all last night no. I must say no. Jim, you Jim can trust him oh, Jim goes to all the games as well yeah, He takes life seriously but You we, two are just never, like, ah, who cares No listen We never In all seriousness We never really celebrate People greats at the at the time, you know. It's always like in in fifteen year time, twenty year time. Let's have a dinner for him. Let's have a game that maybe ten thousand people turn up to. But this guy's still playing. He's still current. He's still in, fresh in the mind of the young England fans who what a difference are going to he's see made him in America. Oh, listen, he's raised the profile even even more there. Where I'm going, the money's got to charity. He's he's top goalscorer at Man United, top goalscorer at England, and he's still about playing. So why mm. not celebrate him just now Rather than When he can't kick the ball Or he can come off the bench For five minutes Did and they not celebrate him When they gave him all the, the awards For being the top ever goal scorer And plus the fact I know his wife very well So I'm <laughs> delighted for a Rooney family Surprised you're not <laughs> doing it The game tonight Well I, I was invited But I'm working you come here often That was your line oh, wasn't it yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Right Alec is in Parkhead Hi Alec Hi lads how are you doing Hi, Good, Thanks Alec. Alec What's your point tonight Obviously, just at the top of the show, you were saying that Max Nova was saying that there's a uh, Rangers will put up a serious title challenge. Uh, obviously, on that, mm-hmm. Rangers would need to beat Celtic. Realistically, they would need to beat Celtic. Uh, Celtic and Rangers both will drop points against other teams as the season progresses. But nine out of ten, when it comes to the big games for Celtic, and I think with the old firm game. I think it suits Celtic playing Rangers because the fans demand like Rangers to attack Celtic and as we know any team that, that tries to open up and, and attack Celtic 
they just pick them off, you know what I mean? So playing Rangers, home or away, I'm really comfortable and confident that Celtic will continue the dominance over Rangers uh, in, the, in the coming games. Well, we're going to find out soon enough, that's for sure. I think it'll be the, the closest game at Ibrox for, for a good while between the two. Um, just, you know, I think Stephen Gerrard factor comes into it with the way he's got them Rangers playing and there's a wee bit more belief in them. But I must say, I think if Celtic play the way they have been playing, I, I think they'll, they'll win the game. Now, I think the Celtic players and the majority of the Celtic players enjoy playing at Ibrox. Just now Through this current period I think they enjoy going there I think they relish it I think whatever they've came through Neymar The managers for Rangers They've dealt with everything Rangers has, uh, have thrown at them At Ibrox And come out with, it with flying colours I think there's a lot said in that I think If you're a player And you're comfortable In your environment Where you're playing It's supposed to be Your most bitter rivals It's supposed to be intimidating If you've got a team Who enjoy playing there I think that That Comes out in your performance So I think The majority of that Celtic team No Ibrox Know what to expect Are comfortable playing there I think that'll get Celtic through The game in the 29th I think they'll have enough With You know Match up with their ability as well I think they'll be More than enough for Rangers What about the big picture Gordon That school of thought That Everyone ignore Because you can't Fight facts Rangers mm. are two points behind Celtic mm. that, that's, a, that's a simple fact What about though This idea that To, to be taken more seriously, if you like, Rangers are going to have to beat Celtic in a, in a head-to-head game. That that seems like an, an a next important step, doesn't it? Yes, one million percent, and I think that's what the um, Rangers are aiming to do. But there's a lot of football um, to be played and a lot of big games before the 29th of December, and it'll be interesting to see when we're sitting at the 29th of December where the gap is, and if it's still two points, then uh, our level points, whatever it. Maybe or Celtic going stretch their lead. It's always going to be an exception. Rangers have got to get the monkey off the back. They've got to go and beat Celtic, especially Ibrox. They've got the full house now, apart from the little bit in the corner. Um, their supporters there. Um, they're at home. Their home record's good just now. So it, play- would be, it would be symbolic, wouldn't it? I mean, obviously the points are the points. You gain them. Your opponent doesn't. But, but, it's, but it would but, be it would be more than that yeah, because it would yeah, be the first. It'd be the first and. First for Stephen Gerrard as well And the confidence they would take from that uh, Gordon uh, I just think uh, we're in for an absolute cracker in that But I would, I'm would i really going to be interested to see What the what is the gap Who's it, who's in the top Because I think that it'll come between Celtic and Rangers I think Celtic will win it and Rangers will finish second So it'll be interesting to see the, the points difference By the time we get to 29th uh, Alec, from a if we can merge the two topics tonight from a Celtic perspective, are your Scotland contingent going to be key to the national team getting anything over the next couple of days? Uh, as you know, Gordon, I'm, I'm not a big international fan. I just feel as if that I know that Celtic had the draw against Livingston, but Celtic were were getting into a lot of momentum, scoring a lot of goals, and it was like you know we were just getting back after the last international break. Now we're getting an into another international break and it's like stop, start, stop, start. Surely for guys like Robert, for guys like Ryan Christie though, Alec, you know, who's doing really well at club level, may well, you know, get rewarded with a start in these games. That if he does well and in Scotland do well, surely that could then benefit Celtic confidence wise. It could benefit Celtic. Obviously there was a caller on earlier and they was talking about Gordon Stratton and having the club uh, the club mentality. I feel as if that's totally been stripped out yet. Uh, I 
feel as if Scotland haven't got any identity now. And you know, when when we got reserve, the the, the core was this, was the Celtic contingent. I think it was like seven players, and you probably got still about six or seven players. But I, I just don't see any. I think that everything that Gordon had, it, it's all. Broke away. I do, I do get that because we used to hear it a lot about the club mentality and all the rest of it, Alec. But is it also worth bearing in mind that despite all that, Gordon Strachan didn't qualify either twice? So, mm-hmm. you know, whilst there may have been elements of it that were encouraging, should we really be harping back to something that ultimately didn't work for us either? I feel as if that that he was he was he was within touching distance. We were we were getting somewhere when you were watching Scotland play. I think that if we were to get one mere roll of the dice, I possibly think that this 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 could have been it. But we're not going to know. And I, I get we it's a, it's a result-driven yeah. business. But being a Scotland manager, it must be one of the most mm. hardest jobs in the world at the moment. I mean, to be, listen. I during that campaign or those couple of campaigns, I ended up working home and away at a lot of the games, and I was I was the same. I felt like it was encouraging. In fact, was it? Yesterday I think was the anniversary of Remember the game against Ireland at Celtic Park Yeah, yeah A yeah. wonderful Sean Maloney goal mm-hmm. And it felt great And I, I get that But at the same time In modern football You, ju- you don't get three campaigns are it? You just you just yeah, don't get I, three campaigns I, I, I totally get that Yeah, You're totally right You don't However There were signs of improvement You know we were We were getting nights like that We did get nights like that You know even right up to the last bit Where we were we were debating, remember, you know, McGregor and McGinn should be in the squad and maybe maybe Gordon should have put them in sooner. Who knows? But now that they've developed a wee bit more, they're, you know, they're playing at probably a higher level, more regular, maybe them in a striking side, you know, along with everything else he brought to it, might have just been what we needed. But I get what you're saying. It's very rare that you get a third campaign after failing twice, but I just feel that the bit. It was improvement You always heard how the players Loved playing Loved going yep. away And just now It doesn't look like The squad's like that And that's in the space of How many months? Yeah exactly Yeah seven, eight mm. months Nine months Alright thank you to Alec and Parkhead It's 01419511025 to join Let's look at this teaser again And I'll, I'll be a bit I'm going to try and be clearer We're looking for Ten European but non-British or Irish Goal scorers mm. In Scottish Cup finals Since 2000 So guys like Scatchel, Novo, Larson, Amoruso, and Lovenkrantz. That's who you've got so far. Now, this all this type of thing always comes up when we go nationalities. Remember Celtic? It was against them, Fermlin. I, I was going to see him go. Dumbe, right. in France, but twenty caps for Cameroon. We always try and do football nationalities on here. That that generally is how we go. So I take the point. Yeah, technically he's French by birth, mm. but he played for Cameroon twenty times. So for the purposes of not the question, he's not he's not one of the what ten. Dumbe. Did he When was recently Who's Who scored for Celtic recently What Scottish, Scottish Cup, Cup final Did he score in no, I'm trying to think Cham I'm just trying to think Who, who Celtic played Motherwell Who scored it Tom Rogic is Australian So he doesn't McGregor <laughs> What did you say before that though And Cham Is he one Ah he is <laughs> Well you tell me Yeah right, Put yeah. him in <laughs> Lock him down Did he score in the Scottish Cup final Last season Yes And he's French Yes Which is in Europe Yes And this is since 2000 Well it was last Right yeah. Well he's in then Olivier and Cham You got there in the end Cham Alberts Yes Oof. Oh good one Right let's go through the ones You've got so far Cham, Scatchel, Novo, Larson, Amoruso, Lovenkrantz, Alberts That means you've got Three to get And we'll get them next 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, um, which means they've got a little bit of work to do in the teaser, but by your own standards, you're actually doing quite well. So mm-hmm. it was... Um, Sent in by Was it Scott McGill I said Yeah it was Scott mm-hmm. wasn't it And we're looking for the 10 European But non-British or Irish goal scorers In Scottish Cup final since 2000 You've got 7 of them Cham Scatchel mm-hmm. Novo Larson Amoruso Lovencrantz Alberts I'll take one more guess Van Bronckhorst Yes Oh a shoot I thought that was I thought that was too early I'll take one more guess from you and then uh, Arvaladze no Oh good effort No that is not one Alright okay mm. 01419511025 in the phones uh, Hugh is on Hugh Moan He's got He's got He's got the The, the, the tough one You know there's always a, Like a real tough one in there He's mm. got it I don't think These two will get it No No Nah I'd be amazed Rangers Bobo are... Bobo Baldi Nah he, that's another one Arteta he, he did speak in a French accent To me many a time mm. Yeah but where did he play His international football sweet so no Arteta? No Right leave it there You've got two to get You've still got plenty of time to get them 01419511025 in the phones Twitter As you may know At Clyde SSB Tony is in Mulgai What's on your mind tonight Tony? I just wanted to tell a wee chat About Celtic's second goal um, Against Leipzig And how that might affect um, The boys playing for Alex McLeish in the Scotland side Okay well, the thing that nobody's really pointed out about the goal that Celtic scored, um, although the opposition never touched the ball, mm-hmm. the ball never actually left the ground. And having looked at um, previous teams, Alex McLeish team, um, we can see that, that he doesn't play that way. Well, I, well, are you inferring that he plays a long ball kind of game? Yeah. I don't know if I agree with he plays a long ball. He certainly plays a certainly different system. That three five two, or he has done. I mean, for what it's worth, the, the, the performances have been so disjointed, the personnel so variable that we can anyone honestly say they do know what style Scotland play well, at the moment? Well, well to come back with the argument, Celtic don't no. score every goal, the ball on the ground, and I, pass I, don't, I don't think Tony's trying to say that. He's just trying to no, say, you know, so in terms different of different styles. But of Tony's just trying to goals. work, you know, how, how those guys can can they combine that way. For Scotland like they did for Celtic like, this fair, is, fair question uh, Like I, I made the point of the team I read out And in that midfield At the start of the show I had Forrest, Armstrong, McGregor, Christie, Fraser So you look at Forrest, McGregor, Christie the, I mean they were involved mm-hmm. Certainly Christie was involved in that goal um, And Armstrong's been in about You know that squad They understand each other That's why I would I would play those together Guys who know How to play Guys who enjoy Playing football Guys who like passing it Who can move the ball Very quickly And play progressive passes I would play Those guys Instead of You know Worrying about Oh we're missing McGinn someday An enforcer Who can get about in it Play the guys you've got Have a good go Have a real go at Albania With your attacking players Because that's what That's what we've got Just now yeah. well, We, we can't sit back it was always an old cry that Celtic couldn't play without Scott Brown. Myself included, I always worried when Celtic never played without, without Scott Brown. But previously, the last five or six games, you, you now look as, will Scott Brown go back in the team? Because we've not got an enforcer there now. We've got Callum McGregor pulling the strings for midfield. I would say Ibrox, though. Come the 29th, uh, I, it'll yeah, be in. I mean, 
Uh, uh, listen, you're, you're probably looking at in charm and, and brown if they're fit, I would say. Um, well, I would have made the same argument against Leipzig at home, to be fair. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah, true. Good point. Right, what, what about the, the, the balance, if you like, of that Scotland midfield? Because I, I don't think many would argue with, you know, with Mark, and you, you're talking about players and in form That's what they've got mm-hmm. Going for them They know each other That's what they've got Going for them You know so if you talk about McGregor um, Certainly in Christie Maybe even Armstrong Just with the absence of I'm not solely talking About Celtic players sorry. No 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 yeah, yeah. The boy Lewis Ferguson As well He's having a great Couple of weeks as well If the manager allows them To play the ball Then You know you never know Where we could end up I, w- I just wondered And I'm, I'm just Purely throwing this out there If Would you be surprised To see a uh, Scott McTominay in the starting 11 Very surprised You would Yeah I'm just talking about stylistically I don't mean because I think he's brilliant And he deserves to play no. I just mean in terms of To give you a bit more Shinny's another one Discipline I'd be very surprised Shinny's You could say Aberdeen's Playing the best They've done this season Shinny's there In the middle of it You know So you've got McTominay and Shinny Who you could put in there as defensive But then, again, then you're back I'm to that got, You've not got Either of them in your team. I know that's what I'm saying I, I wouldn't play them I would, I would play your strengths The guys who yeah. Tony's talking Do they give enough cover In the the opposite direction Well listen McGregor sat there Against Leipzig Didn't he That's true uh, And he he controlled things And he's defensive enough So why not get him That role again He Mm -hmm. he thrives in that role So why not play him there And let the other guys Go and do the job forward Then that probably That does come back To what Tony means McGregor thrives on it At Celtic Because he's dropping in there Constantly getting the ball And constantly being able To play these passes Which might not happen But should we not Be able to do that Against Albania I mean we're not playing against France or Brazil or whoever somebody else says at the yeah. start of the show. You know, we're playing against Albania. We should be dictating the game. The guys yeah. like McGregor, Tony. I suppose that this is nothing new, Tony, and it's also nothing exclusive to to us, is it? You remember even this is the the whole point of international football, having to adapt. Remember back to Darren Fletcher. People used to look at him and say, you know, can he do the same things for Scotland as he does for Man United? And invariably, it just didn't really happen because it was a different challenge. Yeah, I believe, but there's a, there's a lot of players now, though, that are technically can play the ball, even without your, your call-offs. I mean, you've got Andy Robertson, Champions League player. If you can find some way to put Tierney onto the right or, or, or Robertson onto the right, because, again, we've seen against Leipzig, Tierney's threat is attacking down that left-hand side. If you've not even got a left-winger in front of him, if you've got somebody that's just taken their left-back infield, then it leaves the full wing for Tierney and Robertson, you know? Yeah, that that is that's a fair point as well. That's another listen. That's nothing that we've we've not had, we've had this debate a million times, haven't we? About Tierney and Robertson. What about Ryan Fraser as well? How does he fit into that? Because given the level he's playing at and has been playing at, you just feel like he should have more than four Scotland caps. Yeah, I think now, he'll to, play. Well, let's be honest. A lot of them are because he pulled out through injury. Mm-hmm. That's happened a number of times. Then a couple of times he wasn't picked and so on. I, j- I still just feel like he should have more than four Scotland caps. Is he not top of the assists or near the top yeah. of the assists in the Premier, yeah. Premier League? I think I w- Andy Robertson's him close a, as well. Yeah, I watched him a couple of weeks ago in match of day. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Mm. So you've got to get him in the side as well. Um, I just think that, um, you know, the caller's saying about the style of football. I think these players can dictate the style of football when they get the ball because I think the middle of part will get guys that can actually be comfortable on it and make the passes and not be frightened to make the passes. It's getting the balance right. Will he play McGregor in that sitting role and play a 4-1-4-1? Or will he just go a 4-4-1-1 with Christie, maybe off a, a lone striker, mm. making runs and uh, causing problems? But I think Mark's right. I think that we've got enough there if we play right, Gordon... 
We should beat Albania The thing is We're chatting about it And we've said Both four at the back I think a lot of people Are thinking four at the back Does Alec McLeish Think four at the back Because His favoured system Is playing with three at the back But we've lost We've yeah. lost our centre halves Now the other option is You put Tierney Up left centre Half and a three Play Forrest as a wing back Play Forrest as a wing back Forrest and Fraser Yeah I, I mean I don't know if that takes away A lot for Tierney It gives James Forrest More responsibilities Defensively And Fraser yes. I, I don't know But The one thing Alex McLeish Likes that system He might just revert back to that uh, Derek Martin Is an interesting suggestion He says With John McGinn Pulling out Should Liam Henderson Have been given a chance Flying in Italy He says um, what, what about the decision To not call up a replacement For John McGinn Does that some people would, would perhaps wonder why But does that make sense so late in the week? I mean if you've not trained at all And the team fly out tomorrow Could it actually be counterproductive? Is that the thought behind it? No I think Alec would have had his, the team in mind And the minute he knows McGinn's maybe a problem He'll know who's going in there It's a lot in there uh, it's, it's interesting people are putting out good names there Liam Henderson forgot all about him Another one that comes to mind People are shouting about is The form of John Fleck Down in Sheffield Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Alex got his team in his mind And he knew that there might be a doubt again So straight replacement Right we're going to have to round this one up on the teaser You've got two to get <sighs> mm, Don't know I'll, I'll go for Stan Petrov Yep I, I can't believe he didn't get some sooner Me Petrov, either great shit. So is that only one you've got to get? Yeah go on Mark that's yours now oh, Come on God, uh, You've got it Rickson Nope um, what position does he play? Give us a clue. I think he was a fullback. Can't uh, actually it must, remember. It must be some like Hearts or something. Hearts. Dumfermline. Who? Dumfermline. <laughs> <laughs> I know Celtic. Celtic did beat them three one. Yeah. So who scored who for Dumfermline? That's know. before your time, though, isn't it? That was before yeah. my time. I don't know. Uh, He's Lithuanian. Oh no, no, no. No, no Forget chance. Then Fairman full back no. with you, Anian. The initials AS. Skirrel, Skirrel, or Skirrel or something. Skirrel. No, Skirrel. 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 Is it? Is it? Is it? Andreas Skirrel. Oh my God! That was too close. Squirrel. Squirrel. I never said squirrel. He did. Andreas Skirrel. Thank you to Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel. And as always, the biggest thanks goes to you for all the calls and tweets. Uh, and thanks for listening as well We'll be back tomorrow A rare weekend off for us But we are back tomorrow Six o'clock with Hugh and DJ Callum Gallagher is up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets results every week Talk to Thompson's.com